0: Oh, what's up, my marketing people? Welcome to another episode of the Mind Your Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Shelton. Today on the show, we have Roman Panan. He is from Casa. So this is a really, really interesting conversation really about how to balance you know, institutional partners and your customers and how you have to make sure that you're serving both appropriately when you have a B2B side to your business and also a B2C side. Then we also get into how to approach your customer a little different with regards to personas. They're doing something really, really cool and I think really, really useful with kind of challenging the narrative that, oh, you need to have, you know, a set buyer persona. So I really like what Roman and his team are doing. This is an interesting conversation, a lot of insight. I think if you are in the startup world, if you've got a fast growing company, this will be a great episode for you. But before we get into it, guys, as always, we put on this episode here at Cave. We're a marketing agency based out of Los Angeles, so we help companies grow primarily through social media first, but we can help you with a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, if you're feeling stuck, need some help with social, head over to cavesocial.com. We'd love to help you out. All right, sit back, relax, enjoy this um, one. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the show. Today, joining me is the founder and CEO at Casa Living, Roman Padon. Roman, how you doing?
1: Great. Pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: I'm excited to have you on and get into all things Casa. But before we do, let's rewind the clock a little bit. What made you start the company? What was that moment, that aha moment? And then you said, I'm going to do this. Walk me through that process.
1: Yeah. So you know, first, what Casa does, we are building a global accommodations brand. We partner with some of the largest owners of apartment buildings in the world, and we help them take their vacant apartments. We furnish them and then we sell them to travelers for any length of stay. And the goal is to build kind of the best of what Airbnb offers and what hotel offers. So a nice place to stay with a lot of space at a reasonable price. And because we actually do the entire experience where the customer service, we do the cleaning, we do the furnishing, a much more reliable experience that you might otherwise get. So that's what we do. But I feel extraordinarily lucky to be building it. It combines kind of what I am passionate about, what I have experience in and what I think creates value. I have a long history of loving technology. I studied computer science in undergrad. I started a technology company that was kind of like the kayak.com of textbooks in undergrad. I also studied real estate and had a career investing on behalf of large real estate investors including Walton Street and KKR and apartments in hotels and also travel. My family came from Ukraine to the United States. I was born in Ukraine and I see travel as a way to make the world smaller, connect us to people who are different from each other and fuel curiosity and adventure. But the story comes from that interest, but then accelerates when I was an investor at KKR, one of those global, really well-respected asset managers we were buying billions of dollars worth of hotels, the traditional hotels, Hyatt's, Hilton's, Marriott's. And at the same time I was traveling and staying in Airbnbs, I was actually also hosting Airbnbs. And this dissonance kept growing of one of the most respected investors is spending its time and its money in kind of the old way of traveling. And more and more people were embracing Airbnb And yet there was something that was hindering a lot more people from joining the movement. And it was the fact that sometimes your best experience is on Airbnb. And sometimes because there are millions of different hosts, your worst experience is on on Airbnb. And for certain trip types, you can't take the risk of having that volatility. And so I saw the opportunity To build Casa as a way to harness the momentum and desire for a better way to travel with the combination of the reliability and confidence that a brand can deliver.
0: I love it, that consistent experience, because I'm with you. I've had some good Airbnb times and I've had other times when I show up and I'm like, this did not look like the pictures. Now, I love what you're doing. I love the premise of the company. Now, having this approach, right, where you partnered with these large apartment buildings. but Then you also have this consumer-facing brand. Walk me through, I guess, some of the challenges or what happens when somebody decides they wanna throw their 21st birthday party and they're raging till three, four in the morning. How do you handle that? Both from, I guess, like, yeah, the balancing act. I'm sure that's tough.
1: Yeah, it's actually a super interesting element of the business that we need to navigate. On one end, we're a B2B brand that faces some of the most conservative institutions in the world, owners of 10, 20, 30, 40,000 apartments across multiple states and cities. These owners' jobs is to preserve capital and get a yield on their apartments. And so they're extremely focused on making sure nothing puts their stable buildings at risk, and I remember the first conversation we had to approach one of these large institutional owners. The uh, one of their C-suite executives told me, "You know, this is a really good idea, but we will never work with a company like yours because we've actually banned Airbnb in our apartment buildings, given the risk that it can create for the other." residents and neighbors because unlicensed and unprofessional hoteliers are bringing in folks who are unvetted into the building. And that puts at risk the peace and quiet that families in the apartment buildings uh, hold as really sacred. And that conversation later on turned into a really strong partnership with that company because we were able to demonstrate our focus on trust and safety throughout our approach in delivering a great hospitality experience. And we do things like background checks that are similar to the kinds of background checks the apartment buildings run. We have decibel meters and cigarette and marijuana sensors in every unit. We do a lot of messaging around the fact that CASA units are family-friendly, are not meant to be bachelor party for bachelor parties or for birthdays. You know, what is a little unique for us versus other brands that are also consumer-facing, because on the consumer side, we're building a brand that stands for reliable, well-priced, and well-located stays, is that though we are very customer-focused and consumer-focused, in certain instances, we have to make trade-offs that are not necessarily customer-first. So I think lots of brands say, and it's easy to, and I'd like to sit here and say that we're a consumer-first company, that the guest is always right. But we actually have to take a nuanced approach and figure out the right trade-off between making sure that we are working and delivering on our promises to our conservative partners on the business side and the neighbors who are non-casa guests in the buildings while still delivering a great experience to guests. So sometimes that means if you're if you saw that, you know, we have stringent rules and we've notified you about all the steps we take to prevent bad actors in our locations and still through your 21st birthday, that we might have to ask you to leave the property. And that might lead to a bad review about the experience. But we kind of think that's okay, given the balancing act that we always have to strive for, which is to make sure that we're attracting guests who know that we stand for a reliable place to stay, while also making sure that the business partners know that we are working to deliver a trustworthy and safe experience, not just for our guests, but also for the neighbors who live in the Buildings.
0: And in those cases, too, I always find like reviews often tell you more about the reviewer than they do the company. Like, I can't believe they kicked me out on my 21st birthday. We only stayed up till three in the morning. Metallica wasn't on that loud. And it's like anyone else who's reading that is like, okay. That person's a wild card. So, I think that from the consumer standpoint, too, sometimes those reviews, you know, it's like they don't hold their weight to the next consumer, really, if that person is, you know, not the preferred customer, the the person that you want in there. And I want to look into that a little bit now. Is do you, like, how do you handle that? Do you have buyer personas? Like, because you have a pretty wide net of people coming in, right?
1: Yeah, we do. And we are fanatical about feedback. So to your point, we love to hear throughout different parts of the guest journey, what the guest is experiencing. In fact, after we have smart locks in every door, we know when the guest has opened the door, we might automatically text them an hour after and ask, how is your experience going? We think feedback can be a tool to make our experiences better broadly across The entire system of locations that we operate. But also, it's a useful tool to show to other guests that we're not the place to party. So sometimes when we get that bad review that says I was kicked out because I was throwing my bachelor party, we're like, okay, maybe that's actually a good thing, because that's the kind of customer that isn't a good fit for us there may be a good fit for another travel brand. Uh, but your question on personas is a really interesting one. Casa, I started Casa while I was at Stanford. I was taking a really good class there that called Startup Garage. A, a lot of other companies like DoorDash were founded out of that class. And the class pushes you to think about the persona for which the problem you're working on solves an issue for. And I remember always, as I was thinking about Casa, always struggling with that mindset or that narrowness of solely using that mindset. Because when we launched our first units, we had a very different guest staying with us on Monday. Versus the business traveler, versus the guest who's staying with us over a weekend, which is maybe a more family traveler, and we needed to equip the locations for with you know for families. Maybe we had a pack and play, but we also needed to equip the locations so that they were a good fit for uh, dual income, no kids travelers. And so thinking about the product from a persona perspective, where certain travelers are actually multiple personas depending on their trip. I personally have gone on vacations, but also go on business trips. Sometimes combine them seemed like too narrow of a lens for a business that needs to attract a wide set of customers over different time periods in order to be successful. And so we've taken a much more needs to be met or jobs to be done approach. So we ask across all the personas, what needs are we solving for? And we found that there are some unique things that because we have larger units with kitchens and living rooms, that we're solving certain needs that other accommodation providers can't solve for. For example, we often solve for the need for more space on a longer trip, or we solve for the need of being able to have your whole family stay in one unit versus multiple. So, or we solve for the need of being able to host a larger group at an attractive price while making sure, that the experience is reliable. And so we've taken kind of a balanced approach of not just thinking about the personas, but also really honing in on the needs that our product solves for. And it's led to some insights as to how to expand and how to equip our units and what features of Kasa are most important to double down on.
0: I love that, right? Looking for those insights and saying, okay, If we see the needs that the customer has, and then we realize that when there's a conference in town and it's a one week long conference that people want a living room and they want a kitchen and oh, okay, now we know we should be looking at buildings with close proximity or walkability to conference centers. And then it being able to take, obviously that's like a a more obvious one, but as you start to get into the weeds of the data there to go, oh, we never saw that. And we never thought about that. And if we would have went and just prescribed a persona, and said, we're here for the 43-year-old traveler or something, right? Business traveler. And now it's like, oh no, that's that's putting it too much in a box, especially in travel where, to what you said, there's so many different needs, whether it's a family, whether it's business, whether it's a combination. I do that too. If I go to a conference, my girlfriend will come down and work and stay there for a couple of days. So she wants to make sure that she can walk around and there's a coffee shop close and all of those things that you, know, you start to go into, okay, does this place fit our needs? So I absolutely love that approach instead of saying, super hard pressed to personas. I mean and I think when you do that, your personas almost start to show themselves too over you know over the long run. So I, I love it. Roman, before I let you go, let people know where can they learn about Casa? Where can they follow you guys? And then where should they connect or follow you online?
1: Yeah. So you can go to casa.com or spelled with a K, so kas dot com. You can email me at Roman at Casa dot com. We have locations across about 43 cities right now. So stay with us. Let us know how the experience was, good or bad. We're always trying to get better. And you can find us in all the social channels as well. Yeah, It's usually at Stay Casa.
0: Amazing. Everybody, make sure to go check them out. And if you're looking to book a trip, go check out casa.com. Roman, thanks so much for coming on today. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was fun. All right, everybody. That's it for this episode. As always, I'm your host, Jordan Shelton, and I'll catch you next time. (laughs)